the phrase that I'm talking about this morning, next level Thanksgiving. So here we are. It's, yeah, on the same page. And really am expectant that this is not just a, you know, a holiday that comes along the calendar, so we're observing it. But this is a, I believe, my hope for today is that God would take our Thanksgiving to the next level. And by that, I'm not just talking about, like, you know, add some, you know, some special dishes, maybe some artichoke to your dressing or make a citrus and cranberry brie or something. But really, the giving of thanks um, coming into a, a new place. Um, Thanksgiving, I don't know about you guys, but Thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday. I just love the, what it's all about. I mean, it's about coming to get, thanking God, coming together with friends and family, good food, and, you know, less of all the craziness and just the busyness of some of the other holidays. Um, I love going to my parents' house this year, which is out in the country, which I, I love doing that. Um, but it's, it's amazing how our culture and many of our, many in our culture have gotten good at trying to observe Thanksgiving without thinking about who we are thinking. It's, you know, calling it Turkey Day or just, you know, it's, it's become, you know, like a, 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 a thing without actually, oh, no, there's a God who we are thanking. And that's what, that's what this is all about. And there's just something so, so powerful in that. And um, so today I just want to talk about why to give thanks and then two levels of Thanksgiving. So, and actually after, we, after I talk through this, we're going to have a chance at your table to, to apply this. And we're going to practice giving some thanks right here while we're here today. So, why give thanks? Well, first reason, we're going to look at three quick ones here. Giving thanks honors God. Giving thanks honors God. It helps us to remember and honor Him. First Corinthians 4, 7 says, What do you have that you did not receive? And that is, that is a truth, that everything that we have, our life, our relationships, our possessions, our abilities, there is not one thing that you and I have that we did not receive from God. We, he's the creator. We're the created. We're the, he's the giver. We're the ones he received. And Thanksgiving helps set that in the right place that okay wait no god you're the one everything we have is from you god I'm, you have given us so much and it, it really puts him in that place and you know all of us really it's easy for us to to fixate on what we what's not going right right the one thing that isn't going well i know in our family there's a lot of sickness this past week and there's there are people here not here today because they're sick and there's been a lot going on and when you're sick it's like man that's the thing on your mind but in the, the worst, most challenging of our situations, there are a hundred good things going on. And it's so easy. Our mind looks at that one thing. But Thanksgiving helps look at, oh, wait, God, no. I have received so much from you. We've got material blessings. Um, he's, he's, we've, and then spiritual blessings, many of what we were singing about, a relationship with God, salvation, forgiveness of sins, relationships with people. It's, man, it, Giving thanks is like, God, I'm so thankful for what you've done for me. And it, it honors him as we do that. Um, so we could, we could talk about that a lot more. But, you know, I just, I was thinking about how many things do I have now 
that I once did not have, but I wished I had. It's a lot. You know, I mean, I've got a house now. I didn't used to have that. I've got furniture in my house. Didn't used to have that. I've got a dog. I remember when our, we really wanted a dog, and now we've got a dog. You know, we can go on and on. Like, there's so many things. In, but often, once you get it, you forget about, like, wow, that is, that is such a gift. And then you're moving on to the next thing. But Thanksgiving gives us space to say, God, you know, you are. And this is, obviously, our goal is, is this to be not only this week, but a lifestyle of honoring God and putting him in that place of thanking him. So thank you, thanksgiving, giving thanks honors God. Giving thanks also is good for us. There's little that's better for your emotional health than gratitude. If any of you watched Veggie Tales growing up, you know, Madam Blueberry, well, a thankful heart is a happy heart. That is so true. A thankful heart is a happy heart. Um, Psalm 92, 1 and 2, and then verse 4 says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your goodness in the morning and your faithfulness by night. For you, Lord, have made me joyful by what you've done. I will sing for joy over the works of your hands. You know, whenever, whenever I thank God, whenever I read these psalms of thanks and praise to God, it's crazy how, it's amazing how there's an uplifting of my heart. There's an uplifting of my spirit. There's a joy that comes in that place. I bet if you think of a complaining person you know, person who complains a lot, pretty sure, I'm pretty confident I can tell you they're not the happiest person you know, Right? And if you think of people who are grateful, there's joy that comes along with that. One of the best mental health practices we can do is to choose a, a pattern, a habit of thanking God regularly, even every day, like, God, what's one thing I'm thankful for? And maybe write that down. That is, I know people that that has turned, made all the difference in the world for them in going from being depressed to experiencing peace and joy, is looking at God, okay, no, this is who you are, I'm thankful, and practicing that. Um, it, so thanking God is, is good for us. And in Philippians 4, here's another great passage, verse 6. Paul writes, and he says, Don't be anxious for anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, there it is, with thanksgiving. It's, and it's crazy in the Bible, they just like throw that phrase in all the time. It's like, it's just part and parcel of walking with God and, and our practices as a follower of Jesus, as a worshiper of God, is whatever we're doing, hey, do it with thanksgiving. And that's just a basic rhythm of, being a, of knowing God and being a disciple is weaving in thanksgiving to everything. So here it's saying, hey, you've got some requests, you've got some challenges, there are things you're, you need, bring them to God with prayer and petition and do, do it with thanksgiving. Present your request to God. And what happens next? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Uh, there it is. So as we present our request to God with thanksgiving, this peace of God that's beyond even our own mental ability to figure it out. Things, we still don't know how it's going to work out, but there's a peace in the midst of life that guards our hearts and minds. So thankfulness is good for us. And then the third thing, 
Giving thanks brings change. There's a power when we, when we thank God. There's a power when we thank God, it changes us. It changes others. And there's actually a power in that to change the circumstances around us. I want to look at the story that, that illustrates this. This is a uh, story of when Jesus' friend Lazarus died. And this was a obviously a horrible, you know, a really sad moment. And Jesus came into that situation, and it says that Jesus wept as he was encountering the death and the loss of his friend and just the effects of that on his family and the whole community. But Jesus was grieved, and he, he wept. And then we'll pick, it, pick up the story in verse 38 of John 11. It says, Jesus, once more deeply moved. So he had just wept, and then he's coming to the tomb where, where Lazarus' body is. His, his heart is deeply moved. He came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Wow, I've never thought about this as much as I have in the last couple of days. So here, Jesus is coming to the situation where Lazarus is dead. And spoiler alert, he's about to resurrect Lazarus. Okay, so that's where this is going. The circumstance is going to change. But before, he's, and he's in this place of, of feeling it, feeling the brokenness, feeling what's wrong with not only his life, but his friends and the whole world, the brokenness of death. And, and he, as Jesus, with the authority he has, he's going to bring life. And one of the first things he does is he thanks God. And look at what he thanks God. He says, Father, I thank you that you hear me. Wow, that, this is what I'm meditating on and saying this week. This is something to thank God for. God, I thank you that you hear me. This is going on. I don't know how it's going to work out. But God, I thank you that you hear me right now, right where I'm at, right in the situation I'm facing. God, I thank you that you hear me. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Susanna talked about lament and the importance of pouring out our heart to God and being honest with the brokenness of the world and what we're dealing with. And the reason that's powerful is because God hears it. God hears it, and he responds. So God, I, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. When he had said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. So Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes, and let him go. So Jesus does this. He changes things. But the precursor to the change was thanking God. And oftentimes, the precursor to change happening in our life and our world is getting in a place of thanking God for who he is and what he's made available to us in the midst of that place. So thankfulness honors God. We thank God. It, it helps us, and it brings change in the world around us. Okay, so two levels before I toss to you your table. Two levels of thanksgiving. First level is to thank God for the obvious. This is the easy part. 
This is the obvious part. Thank you, but not that it's not that it's it, it's not that it's easy for us that we naturally do it, but it's thanking God for the obvious. Psalm 107.8 says, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and for his wonderful deeds for mankind. So level one is going, God, wow, let me just take a minute and acknowledge how good you are. Let me take, take a minute and acknowledge all that you've done. Let me acknowledge some of the specific things that you've done in my life and that you're doing in my life. God, I thank you for my life. I thank you for my breath. I thank you for my health. I thank you for my friends. I thank you for my family. I thank you for your provision. Thank you for your purpose for my life. Thank you that you've rescued me from my sin. Thank you that you've forgiven me. Thank you that you brought me into relationship with you. God, thank you. To thank him for the obvious. And man, even as I do that, it's just like, yes, man, this is this is good. It's it's obvious, but we're not often good at it, right? And there's a, there was a time where Jesus healed ten lepers. They had leprosy. They were going to die of this horrible skin condition that was eating away their bodies. And he healed ten of them at the same time. And only one of them came back and thanked him. You're like, and Jesus, he, he's like, hey, thanks for saying thanks. But weren't there nine more? <laughs> like, I just did something pretty cool here. <laughs> like, you know, a little, little, little recognition would be good. But this big miracle, and only, only one out of ten came back and thanked him. And so often, that's, that's what we're those nine, right? Like, we're going through life and not acknowledging what he's doing in our life. So the first level is thanking God for the obvious. And um, it is, that's where, that's, that's so, it goes a long way to do that. So that's level one. Next level is to thank God when it's not obvious. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything, can you say everything? In everything, give thanks. Okay, wow. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So there are plenty of places where it's obvious where we have reason to give thanks to God. But there are plenty of things, the things that are often on the forefront of our mind, where it doesn't seem like it's a situation for giving thanks. But God's word tells us, and not just here, but repeatedly, this principle, hey, in everything, give thanks. In every situation, no matter what's going on, it's still appropriate to give thanks to God. And why would that be? Is God just, like, mean? Like, hey, you're supposed to like it. It's, it's bad, but you're supposed to like it, so thank me anyway. No, that's not it. It's when you can see, that, hey, God is actually wiser than us. God's ways are higher than ours. And in the stuff that we don't like, it's not that he's not good. It's just that we're, it's not as obvious to us how he's being good or how he's ready to be good. God is always being good. And, but, it, but there's a diff, second level, next level thanks, thanksgiving is seeing, okay, God, I'm going to trust you in the things I can't understand. Romans 8, 28, classic scripture. We know that God causes all things to work together for good 
for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. God causes all things, everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, what we like, what we really don't like. God is causing all things to work together for good. So even in those places where we don't like it, God is still working. And many of us, we look back at like the best things that have happened in our life. It was coming out of situations that were really hard. Those seasons where you were frustrated and didn't know what was going on. And, but in that place, God did something deeper that he, could, he doesn't do in any other place. And so next level Thanksgiving is, God, man, my life feels really hard right now, but I'm going to thank you because I know you're using this for good in my life and in the world. Um, there's a that there's actually a debate among biblical scholars right now, or there's a discussion. So not a debate, but there's it's there's a discussion about how this verse Romans eight twenty eight, God causes all things to work together for good for those who love God. Actually, it seems that. Another way to translate this, and probably a better way to translate this, would be God causes all things to work together. Let me make sure I get this right. All things to work together for good with those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And so the, the first is true. God causes all things to work together for good for those who love him. But, and if you look at the greater passage, this is encouraging people to enter in to intercession for the world and to feel the brokenness of the world and to agree with God for his will to be done. And so it's saying, hey, God's causing all things to work together for good, and especially as there are people who join him in what he's doing. As there are people who get on the same page with him, that brings about, that's the thankfulness that brings change. So as we thank God in the midst of that place, then we are a part of actually seeing change happen and seeing his grace and goodness come into the world more. And so there's, there's, a, there's an invitation. God, will I thank you in this place? And if I do, wow, I have the opportunity to see you do something different and good. I have the opportunity to see you bring something better about through this. I was thinking about this with, you know, most of my examples – I feel like I give them all the same, but they're, they're so big. It's, you know, going through the last couple of years with losing my wife, Reagan, and then my daughters, Anna and Amzi, and their health challenges. And, you know, I've experienced this, that God has brought, it's it, in the brutal stuff, God's brought really good things about. You know, I'm thankful for where I am as a person. As I've walked through that, I know God more than I ever have before. I've, I've, I trust his goodness more than I ever have before. I'm more, like, I feel like I understand more than I ever have before how to bring his kingdom into the world where it's broken. Not, not that I'm content, but I'm like, okay, God, I'm, I'm more desiring to see sickness and death de defeated and, and to be part of that. And I think there are some keys that you're showing me, God, through this. And I think about my daughter, Amzie. And she's got epilepsy and some, has some tough days where she has seizures and she's really out of it and, and in pain and miserable. But in the midst of this over the last year, we've been like, okay, God, we're, we're praying for this to change. And we're working to see this change. 
But also, Angie's got some really bad attitudes. <laughs> so maybe it's not just her physical health that matters. And maybe sometimes we're putting so much emphasis on that that we're ignoring things that are even more important. And so as we started to like, you know, not started, but be, we've been more intentional. Okay, Amzi, yes, but God cares more about your heart than your body. And if you can trust God in this bad day, man, that is powerful. God's going to change you. God's going to build you up as a powerful woman. You're going to be a hero. You're going to be someone who can help others. You're going to be someone who can help bring God's goodness into the world. And you know, I remember a year ago, she was like, she just was at a place where she didn't want to pray. Like, she just was like, oh, it's too hard. And we just really, like, pressed her, like, Amzie, come on. Like, God's good to you. You need to thank him. You need to thank him tonight. And it was like a, it was a while, at least a week or two, of, like, really, like, not letting up on calling her to that. And then it was like it got through. And she started, she started praying. She started thanking God. She started, pouring, she started pouring out her heart to God more and talking to him. And she has a relationship with God that's got a long ways to go, but it's in a much better place than it was a year ago. And a lot of that was, was, was learning how to thank God in the middle of that place. And that's just a microcosm of, of the kind of work that God does as we come at a next level thanks, thankfulness, that he changes us and he brings us up into something more. Ephesians 5.20 says, Giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks always and for everything. Man, this Christianity business is just radical. I mean, that is not normal. That is not, no, who else, like, why would you thank God for everything? I mean, sure, thank him for some stuff. But this is for everything. Thank God. Because he, there's an opportunity in that place, and he is present in that place. And he will do good as we do that. I was, you know, one of the reasons I love Thanksgiving is I just, I love the story of the first American Thanksgiving. I, the, the pilgrims who came to America with a, with a sense of purpose to serve God according to their conscience. And really to set up a community that would be a city on a hill that would bring the gospel to the new world and to the world at large. And it's amazing how much God has honored that and used them. And, but that first, that first year, if you know the story, was just incredibly brutal. There were 102, I think, 102, 103 people who, who set out on the Mayflower. And they went through that first winter. And by the, tame, by the, tame, by the time harvest rolled around, by the time, by the time, I don't know, I don't know what's, I'm trying to talk like the pilgrims or something. <laughs> By the time that harvest rolled around after they got through that brutal first winter and came to that harvest, they had 52 people left out of 102. So basically half the people had died. And, and a majority, like a lot of the there were a lot of those that were left were kids, actually. There were children and teenagers. Because so many of the, 30, it was like 35 or something of the adults had, uh, out of 52 had died of the 52. So there was incredible hardship and loss. But this first Thanksgiving was a real sense of, hey, God is, God is with us. And God's purpose is with us. And we've been through some hard stuff. 
but God is faithful, and we're, we're, we acknowledge him, and we want to thank him for his goodness, and we extend that to others. And, you know, that's the same thing that we can do, as whatever we're going through in life, this week is an opportunity to enter into next level thankfulness. So let's do that at our tables right now, all right? If you, if you, you don't know, you're not forced to, you can just pull an AMSI on me and just, you know, refuse. No, that's, that's a joke. Um, only if you want to. But um, here's, what we're gonna, here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Here's what I'm encouraging you to do. Just share at your table one thing that it's easy for you to give thanks to God for. One place where it's not obvious, but you want to choose to practice Thanksgiving in that place. And then we'll take a few minutes and just pray for each other. Okay, maybe pray for the, the situations of someone else that they presented that are less than obvious. Um, or you can pray for your own too. All right, so we got lots of time. Let's take like 15 minutes. If we, if we get done early, then that'll be obvious. But let's plan to take 15 minutes and 10 to 15 minutes. One thing that's you're thankful for that's obvious, one thing you want to be thankful in that's not obvious, and then we'll take a little time to pray with each other.